0: Welcome back to Frantic Thoughts, the most unexceptional podcast in gaming and geek culture, where we sit down for 30 minutes or so and talk about some stuff that's been going on this week and dive into a specific topic and have a chat about that and then we jump out and you're on with your day. So, we always start off each episode with what's happening, what I've been doing this week. Uh, This last week has been kind of crazy for me. Uh, It was... The hurricane week, I guess you could say. Hurricane Harvey hit pretty much 50 miles, I would say maybe 80 miles from me where I live. I live on Galveston. I live right next to Galveston in Texas. Uh, I'm pretty much about a 20 minute drive from Galveston. And a lot of people got a lot of damage. This is one of the biggest hurricanes in years. It's category four, which barely ever happens. And uh, Hurricane Katrina was a Category 3, and you've seen how much damage that did to Louisiana. So this was a Category 4, which means the winds were up to 140 miles per hour. And it took out a lot of people's homes, and it displaced many, many people. And the aftermath of the actual hurricane had a lot of flooding in the Houston area, which I mean, when I say flooding, I mean serious flooding, like over 4 or 5 feet, 6 feet, 8 feet high, like flooding over people's heads. <laughs> and it, it was crazy to see. I've seen all the photos and everything. And, and there was flooding in my area, but uh, I feel very lucky that nothing happened too crazy in our area. For my In my situation, pretty much we were just trapped at home and it was really hard to get out and everything was closed when we actually finally could get out. So for me, I was just stuck at home for a few days. But for all the people that have this situation happened to them i I feel really horrible about it and i wish i could do more um it's it's terrible like seeing uh, it the great part i like to see i like to see about it about a situation like this or some kind of crazy disaster like this is i like to see all the people getting out and helping each other out and making sure people survive and i know that there are really 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 good police officers fire department Anything, any people they could find, they actually got out and they actually helped, and when, uh, it was it was insane. Uh, for me, I was like, man, this is crazy. You know, it's it's cool. It's not cool. It's crazy to see it on, uh, you know, Facebook, Twitter. You see the pictures of the water, and for me, I'm like, eh. I mean, it looks crazy, but yeah, whatever. And then I experienced it firsthand because the other day, like three days ago, it had stopped raining for a little bit here in town. So uh, me and Sierra decided to go and see if we, anything was open and see if we can get some food because I stocked up for like two days worth of stuff. I didn't get like a lot of stuff. You know, I was like, eh, two days, it should be fine. You know, cause I'd never been in a situation like this. I'd never been in a hurricane or a natural disaster before. So we decided to drive down the highway. We go down the highway, we're driving. I'm like, okay this this is some weird so we're going to Walmart we're gonna see if Walmart's open because we call all we get is a business busy signal so we're thinking oh well people are just calling it like crazy that's why we haven't um, we can't find out if they're open or not so we drive up there they're closed of course and there's a gas station in, in Texas called Bucky's it's like one of the biggest gas stations you'll ever go to um, pretty much one of the biggest gas stations I've ever seen in my whole life it's kind of like a mini, grocery store that's a gas station so if you ever ha- just just take a moment and look up bucky's and look up bucky's bathrooms for one thing bucky's has the most insane bathrooms it's like a monument to pissing they're so beautiful breathtaking anyway uh, so we tried to drive towards bucky's we're going down the highway here by us and uh we pass bucky's up and it it, l- it is obviously closed like we're pretty sure that it's closed we're like i don't want to risk going off the off-ramp because it's flooded over there so we go to the next exit, and there is, I, I'm, I'm not kidding you, at least seven foot tall floods underneath the overpass that we're on. We're like, what the fuck? <laughs> we're like, what the hell? We're looking over, it's, it looks insane. There's people on just standing on the side just looking at it, and there's a whole row of fire department, or fire trucks, rescue vehicles, boats, all sorts of stuff, and there's people on the side with freaking towels wrapped around them this I'm not joking this is actually real life I was like I see this shit in movies all the time I never thought I'd see it in real life this shit blew me away it was so freaking crazy I I was like I was so scared for everybody like the situation's so fucked up so we drove down the highway some more and the highway is starting to get flooded we're like what so we get off on the egg, off ramp we're like all right we're going to turn around we're tr- we're going we're going to turn around so we're on the um Well, the highway wasn't completely flooded, I should say. It only flooded partway, so we could still drive down the highway. But we're like, okay, we're going to turn around. We get on the exit. uh, There's floods all around us. We can't go anywhere. (laughs) So we had to literally turn my blinkers on, my hazard lights, turn around, drive the opposite way on the exit, and then turn around, go two exits down, and then go over over, over the other overpass and then drive back home. And I'm just like... This is not even the horrible part of this whole catastrophe that happened. And it's just crazy to me because it's like, wow, there's so much. I I really feel sorry. And I really have been thinking a lot about the victims of this entire situation. I keep saying situation, this entire uh, catastrophic event, because I didn't know that i mean i knew you know you see it on the news you see this crazy shit on the news but when you see it firsthand even like a little tidbit like i saw you start to realize how serious the situation is so yeah so uh what we went for me it's just been okay i'm trapped at home but for a lot of people it's been a lot worse and i feel really horrible for all all of these victims and i really hope that there's not too much damage to a lot of these people's homes. And I know there's going to be, and there's nothing that anybody can do. We all live in the hurricane lane area where hurricanes happen. So it's, it's been a, an insane week when it comes to that. Hmm. <laughs> it's hard, pretty hard to not talk about it to talk about video games and stuff after that, but we're going to just spin off into it in a second here. Uh, but I wanted to talk about work. I work at a grocery store, which I've said probably many times by now, but uh, it's been ridiculous there. Like People are hungry, they literally, and they want to get their stuff, and we haven't had a truck for three days, so we opened today for, I think it was six hours, seven hours, something like that, and I went in, and yeah, um, I I do dairy, so we had milk. We sold all the milk. We didn't sell through our eggs. We still had some eggs left, so yeah. Yeah. what happened is they they took all my milk off my shelves, so I was like awesome for me because then I could push these racks back and actually did some power washing, got some deep cleaning in my cooler done. Which hey, why not? But yeah, um, it was a pretty tough tough week when it comes to work and stuff. But for me, I feel like if I complain too much, it's it's not being sincere to the to other people in more serious situations than I had to deal with, and. Um, my thoughts are going out to them, and I'm probably, I th- I'm i going to donate to Red Cross probably this week. I've been thinking about it a lot. So, yep. Um, and I played a lot more Sonic Mania. Going back on a positive note here, uh, being, ho- being at home a lot, I got to play some video games, which is pretty cool. I played, I'm on like the last stage of Sonic Mania. I'm about to beat it, and I, I know I've been going slow on that game, but... I have been playing a lot more Minecraft, and i finished the spawn point in Minecraft. I made like, a lot of really cool additions to it. For newcomers in the server, there's, like, a little exchange room where you can go in there and get some stuff. And then there's, like, a mine you can go up to, and you can go down in the mine and mine out and get free cobblestone, whatever. Uh, I spent a long time trying to make the Minecraft spawn point really nice for people to come in. Okay, I can gear up real quick, and then I can go off and build whatever. So... If you, I know I say this every week since we started, but if you want to get on Cartridge Crafts, just message me on Twitter. We can make it happen. So that's that's been a lot of fun. I probably put in, you know five more hours or a little bit more than that into that this week. Uh, I've been playing a lot of a really cool game. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna announce now. I'm doing a review on this game, uh, Nidhogg Two. And uh, I'm not a fighting game guy. This game is actually a lot of fun. Um, I I really really enjoy it kind of like a a one-on-one fighter and you're trying to push each other across the map with different different uh different weapons and it's like a 16-bit art style it's really really fun i put hours and hours into that this week i probably that's probably my most played game this week and i i love it uh i want to get uh, some people in real life together and have like a little mini competition with nidhogg 2 i really do it's gonna be a blast and uh what else did i do oh the last thing I wanted to talk about video game-wise is I tried Destiny 2 on my PC, and it actually played pretty good. My PC is a little older. I'd say the graphics card's about two to three years, maybe four years old at this point, but it still runs the game really well. Uh, I just wanted to try it out and see what it looked like on PC. It plays great, and 60 frames per second feels nice, but I'm probably going to pick it up on PS4 because I can get a better deal with Gamer Club Unlocked with Best Buy, so... That's probably where I'm going to pick that game up. I think it comes out not this Tuesday coming up. Maybe, maybe this Tuesday coming up. Yeah, pretty much a week from now. Um, So I'll be picking that up. I didn't have enough money or actually haven't been able to get out to get Mario and Rabbids. I heard a lot of really good things about it. So I'm going to try to pick that up this week too. try to jump into that and see what it looks like and how it plays. Uh, and i want to pick up that uncharted game man there's a lot of games coming out it, it's the season of games <laughs> um let's see i finished iron fist season one and i didn't want to finish it that uh, i mean i know it's it's a really popular thing to hate on iron fist and i see where the hate is and it has some redeeming qualities and it has some pretty awesome fight scenes in it really if you go, if you shake it down but the che- the the main character who the guy who plays iron fist i don't know the actor's name he is just so hammy. He's not—I don't know. I—I did. I was not a huge fan of how, have it, of how he acts. And the story—the story had a lot of very slow parts and a lot of filler in it, to me at least. And yeah, it's like one of those you can kind of skip it if you want to watch Defenders. Just watch a, like read a synopsis on Iron Fist and just watch Defenders. In my opinion, uh, we started that. watched one episode of that. That is starting pretty cool, and I'm excited to finish that up. Uh, we finished the season of Game of Thrones, and the season finale actually made up for more up, made up some of my, you know, I was kind of shaky on a few of the episodes this season, but this finale was actually pretty cool, and it had a lot of really awesome moments, and I'm actually excited to see how the series wraps up. It, it's kind of weird to see how Game of Thrones has, has evolved since season one. It literally started, you know, as political intrigue between these few families, and now it's like. Oh my God, there's White Walkers and dragons and all, you know, just insane stuff happening all the time. So it's like, it's kind of like quaint to think about season one, even though there was all this intense drama in season one. Now it's just like all this supernatural stuff's coming to the the forefront of everything. It's just a little, a little ridiculous, but it actually felt pretty fun at the end there. And the fighting and the action is intense as always. So Game of Thrones is still great. Still killing it. Rick and Morty is still killing it. I probably <laughs> need to stop mentioning those shows. I will stop m- mentioning Game of Thrones now because not watching it anymore because it's over for the season. It was a short season, but I enjoyed it. So I think that's about it for my week. Um, I haven't really watched any movies lately. I need to catch up on some movies. There are some movies I didn't get to watch yet. Uh, I would have been wanting to watch Kong Skull Island and uh, what was the other one? There's another monkey movie. I wanted to watch War for the Planet of the Apes. I really wanted to see that in theaters. It just never happened. So we'll probably see it pretty soon. I've been thinking about subscribing to MoviePass. So if I actually do that and I go through the process, I'll talk to you guys about it on a future podcast and see how it actually works. Supposedly, if you subscribe for the MoviePass, they send you a card in the mail and you use that card to go to the movies daily. So... Basically, if you didn't listen to the previous episode, you get the movie pass and you swipe it at any theater and you get to see a movie, one movie per day at any theater you want to see it. I think it's any theater. I think it's just a normal 2D screen. So say, today I want to go watch Despicable Me 6. I don't know what Despicable Me it is. Whatever. You go over there, you swipe it, you watch Despicable Me. The next day say... Oh, I want to watch the Emoji 2, The Shittening. We can go watch that at number two that next day. And then blah, blah, blah. Just keep going on forever and ever. Uh, if you want to see... Uh, I'm not going to make any stupid movie names up. <laughs> uh, yeah, so we, I will, I'll try this out. And I'm thinking about trying it either this week or next week. Um, but I have some t-shirts to buy on the first. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, yeah, so many games coming out. But yeah, my company is really cool uh, about this hurricane stuff. They actually did compensate us for our pay we missed out on. And then the entire recovery period this week is this entire week is going to be recovery for this entire area. So I don't know if I'm going to have to go to another store or what, but at least at my store, we get time and a half and it's probably only going to be six to seven hour days. So it's not like, I mean, you know, time and a half, time and a half. So I'm excited about that. Yeah, that's what's been happening. I kind of dragged on with that segment. We're going to go do a quick news section. There's not a lot of stuff that happened. The main one I wanted to talk about this week, though, was the Half-Life 3. Oh, wait. I almost forgot. I almost forgot. I, did you see that? Did you see that? I just almost forgot about the news of interest. That's all I'm going to say. I'm, news of interest. Okay. <laughs> We're Half-Life 3 plot revealed. Or... Kinda. So, Half-Life 3 kind of came out this week. Uh, yeah, sort of. So, here's the news. I'm reading it off of Ars Technica, which is a site I don't normally go to, but I like their article on this, so we're using it. Um, potential Half-Life 3 plot outed by series writer Mark Laylaw. Given Valve's recent esport focus, this is about as close to a closure, closure as we're going to get. So... It's a cool little logo with UFO, with a Half-Life logo in the sky. Yeah, it says I want to believe, you know, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> uh, let's see. The an an ed- an an edited bl- an- an- ed- version of the synopsis was posted on PasteBin, w- which is currently the only place to read it. Given the unwashed mast of the internet have taken down on. I do not know what that that sentence means here. Let's just read the beginning of the synopsis for Half Life 3. If you haven't finished Half Life Episode 1 and Episode 2, there's not much spoilers, but you might want to just skip ahead, maybe 20 seconds. So I'm just going to read this real quick. I hope this letter finds you well. I can hear your complaints already. Gordon Freeman, we have not heard from you in ages. Well, if you care to hear excuses, I have plenty. The greatest of them being I've been in another dimension or whatnot. Unable to reach you by the usual means. This was the ca- case until eighteen months ago, when I experienced a critical change in my circumstances, and was predisposed was redisp the uh, back up for a second, and was redeposited on these shores. In the time since, I was able to. Th- To think occasionally about how best to describe the intervening years by my years of silence. I do first apologize for the wait. And that done, hasten to finally explain, albeit briefly and quickly and in very little detail, events following these described in my previous game. Referred to, herewith, as Episode 2. So this is... I read the synopsis and actually seemed like it would be a pretty cool storyline. This is not an official storyline put out by Valve, but this is the writer for Half-Life, Half-Life 2, Half-Life Episode 1, and Episode 2, and he posted this out, he has just, he recently quit Valve, I think it was, I think they said six months ago, or something like that, uh, I don't really, I don't really see any, I don't see when, it, when he actually quit, but recently he left Valve, and he posted this on his blog, and it's actually a fascinating uh, read. If you're into the Half-Life universe, you can find it online easily. Just Google Half-Life Three Plot. And yeah, um, it's kind of bittersweet for me because I've been waiting. I don't know. It feels like ten years since, or yeah, something like that. Since Half-Life Two Episode Two came out, I I love Half-Life and I love Half-Life Two. They're great, really fun FPS. They have a really cool world and. I just, it's just a bummer that we're not going to see a Half-Life 3. Um, and I did say recently in another episode, like, will there be a Half-Life 3? And I'm like, oh yeah, definitely. But I don't know. This, this is a, a really strange turn. Huh. Anyway, it was funny because I talked about that and then this came out. So yeah. <laughs> oh, well, well, you yeah. know. All right, and the only other news I have for this week is Nintendo put out a indie little. It's a little like twenty-two minute video, and it had a lot of really cool v- games in there. Uh, give it a watch. Uh, I, I've been enjoying my Switch. Of course, I've been saying that a lot, but having all these ver- all this variety when it comes to indie games to select from and you know to choose from. It's really cool there's a sequel to super meat boy which i already knew about but that's awesome they showed some more gameplay they added like a punch mechanic to super meat boy it's called super meat boy forever and apparently uh, each level actually gets a little bit harder after you beat them so each level has replayability and then there's gonna be daily challenges sounds cool uh we have what's that one called uh like a golfing game it's called uh golf story here it is golf story let's see if i can get a description for this one it's not on the page i was looking at golf story coming exclusive to nintendo switch next month oh that's soon players take on the role of a golfer solving most problems by hitting a golf ball both off and on green with eight different environments in addition to traditional golf disc golf mini golf and more like drone fights and geocaching will be included in the adventure and it's kind of like a it's an rpg game right and it has a really nice simple kind of reminds me of maybe a modernized earthbound style i would say and you can play golf of course and all those other ones i just mentioned and uh there's an actual deep rpg storyline. In, included in inside the game and it looks really beautiful watch watch a trailer for that too golf it's called golf story and uh the last thing i want to talk about from this release this thing is kind of it looks cool it's called it's no more heroes 3 no more heroes travis strikes again and it looks cool it's you know has that weird you know awkward crazy storyline they always have but then they say like Oh, we're teaming up with any games and you're trapped in a video game and you have to play through eight mini games with bosses. I'm like, so it's a mini game collection? No More Heroes the mini game collection? Is that what what I'm looking at here? The the way they worded it was really confusing. I really enjoyed No More Heroes 1 and 2. They're one of my they're probably my favorite Wii games besides Mario Galaxy, of course. It, well, there's a lot of really good Wii games, never mind, but it's up there. Probably in my top 10 Wii games. And uh we it's, it's kind of an underrated system. It has really cool games on it, um, but yeah, I'm I'm excited to see more Travis Touchdown. I love No More Heroes. It's it's such an insane thing that you don't see the the humor is so unique, so just bizarre that it's it, they're they're always a joy to play, and it's always just cool to see what kind of surprises you see as you play. Because I remember when I played No More Heroes one, I I was just astonished because I was younger, of course, but. They had like a lawn mowing minigame, lawn mowing, did I say lawn mowing? You can mow a lawn in a minigame, but they had a lot of really dumb uh, waggle mo- motions still like recharge your lightsaber, you do like a jack off motion and stuff, dumb stuff like that, stupid, absurd potty humor. Hey, I'm like 12 years old inside, my- inside this fucking head, so <laughs> anyway, so what am I going to talk about next? Okay. Kind of lost track of my own mind there for a second. Today, I wanted to talk... I'm going to just turn this off so I'm not looking at a screen anymore. I just I just wanted to talk about gaming... Cl- Whoa, sorry for a long pause there. I might edit that down a little bit. <laughs> but we're going to the topic of the week. Topic of the week this week is game collecting. Why do we do it? What is the purpose of game collecting? Something along those lines. You'll see the title. Uh, for me, I just wanted to talk about why I like to game collect, and why I notice other people, like, their habits, and... Why I think it's a fun thing to do. So for me, I, when I grew up, I never had, we always had some games. My mom and my mom and dad, until I was, you know, a teenager. My mom, my mom especially always made sure that I would always have some game that I wanted Because she knew it was my po- uh, my passion my hobby. She would always make sure that Whatever game that I wanted to have that I would probably have it um, I didn't get every single game. I wanted but When it came to Christmases birthdays and when they had a little extra money or whatever They made sure my mom for sure especially made sure I would get whatever game i want so i would get to play you know some of the highlighted games of a console so you know super mario world for super nintendo i played super mario world donkey kong we rented a lot of games too because renting was actually a thing back then and actually some days sometimes i miss renting and then i think well gamefly exists why don't i do that and i just don't do it (sighs) i don't know i'm stubborn i guess anyway (laughs) we would rent Lots of games. So I, I got to try a lot of games out. And we used to. I know I don't condone stealing. I don't condone stealing. I'm going to say this. This happened as a kid. I was a kid. I was a dumb kid. But we used to steal demo discs. At a PlayStation magazine. All the time. I'm sorry it happened. It happened. It was part of my childhood. We would go into a bookstore. Oh they got the new demo disc. We would slide it out of the slipcover. Take it home and play it. I'm gonna say it happened a few times. I'm incriminating myself. 90s, the 90s police are gonna come and get me. <laughs> anyway, yeah, so that's how I played a lot of my games. Uh, it was demo discs. So it's like, oh yeah, I used to play that game a lot, which I never actually owned that game, but I just played the demo about 80 times. That's that's what happened with me with Rez and uh, there's just Looney Tunes game, right? I looked for it for years because I, I absolutely love the demo when I was a kid. And I love stealth games. I always have. And uh, I remember playing it. It's called Sheepdog and Wolf. And in that's what it's called in PAL territories, I think. But in America, it's called Sheep Raiders. I've looked at this so many times. It's called Sheep Raiders. I have it. Actually, it's in my PS3 right now. Uh, but yeah, neither here nor there. I, I would always play that game a lot. I would play that demo, that first level of that stage, a hundred times every single time. Every single time I got home from school, I wanted to play Sheepdog and Wolf. Well, I keep saying that's that's not what it's called here. It's called Sheep Sheep Raiders. I keep saying the wrong name, but yeah, I wanted to play Sheep Raiders a lot every single time. Uh, I remember with that game, I remember playing Res a lot, and I remember playing a Metal Gear Solid demo before I actually owned the game, and I actually ended up owning Metal Gear Solid, beat it, blah blah blah. So basically, when I was a kid, there was of course there's hundreds of games that were released every year, every single year for 7 years or 60 years whatever it's been. I'd say like 30 years whatever since the 80s. <laughs> but hundreds of games released. So every year I could pick maybe one or two of those. So for me when it comes to collecting now it's really cool because I can go back and just pick up an old game that I've never heard of or I used to look at and think about a lot and try it out and play it and own it. And um you know, just thinking about it, my mom was actually really, really cool. I said that already, but she would work really hard and get us a lot of cool stuff like whenever I was in I think it was eighth or seventh grade, something like that. She was a barista at a bookstore and she worked really hard, got lots of tips, and got us Guitar Hero one. And we got it wasn't the official Guitar Hero guitar, but it was still awesome. And I really, really, really liked it. And I enjoyed playing that a lot. And she also got us a Wii. She worked really hard for that. And yeah, it was a good time when during that time period. Uh, because we actually got some new games. And we actually got to try out the newer games. And we're ex- excited about it. So I know you're watching, Mom. Thanks. And... Let's see. What else else I gotta say? All right. So collecting games is cool to me because um, I didn't really get into this until a few years ago, and YouTube actually kind of spurred it on more. And I was already amassing a collection of more modern stuff, but watching these collectors go through their collections and say, "Oh, this game's awesome. You should try it out," and I'm like, "Man, I remember seeing that game in the store." And then for me, picking that specific game up, popping it into a console. And for me, I don't really care about having a Retron. Like, I use a Retron for all my classic stuff. I think it's fine. I know it's emulation, but it's fine because that's all I can afford at the moment. For me, I can't afford a meister. And I, I've been toying with the idea of getting a, uh, a tube TV. And what's a what's what's tube TV called? Oh my gosh, CRT, wow. I don't know why, I have no idea why I couldn't think of that. I've been toying with the idea to get like a really nice CRT and hook it up in the bedroom or something, but we just don't have enough room in this apartment. So for me, Retron, and then I have like a stack of NES games over there, some Super Nintendo games, stuff like that. And then it's just really fun to find a really good deal on a game, even if you've never heard of it. Like, uh, what game was that? Uh, I'm thinking, I'm thinking. I think it was Call of Cthulhu? Yes, Call of Cthulhu, which is like a really cool Xbox shooter. And I've never heard of it. I saw it at a thrift store and I'm like, "Man, I feel like I've heard somebody talk about this on YouTube or on a podcast or something." Popped it in. I played for a few hours and it's a lot of fun. And I I don't regret buying it. It's a great game. You know, that happens to me all the time. Sometimes I buy an old game that I didn't really I don't really enjoy. I'm like it was okay. If I don't like it, I can always sell it or have it in my collection and maybe somebody, someone down the line might want it or, you know, it's just kind of nice to have. For me, collecting isn't about find, make getting like a complete set of something. It's never been like that for me. It's about finding little treasures from the past and buying... Of course, I buy the new games that come out, whatever ones that's, that seem interesting to me and sometimes I get burned on those. But... It's just nice to have a pretty cool collection with a lot of variety. And it's like, man, I want to play a really cool old school 3D game or N64 or PS1 game. Okay, cool. Go over there. Let's just grab a game off the shelf. Oh, let's just go over there. I can't even think of a game. I'm trying to think of an example. <laughs> wow. Uh, it's like, let just go over there and pick up Legend of Dragoon and just pop it in and play it. Cause that game's pretty cool. Probably not the best RPG ever, but that's my first RPG, so I love it. It's really cool. It's really cool that I own it again. You know, I I don't I don't like to be one of those people that stresses out about trying to find specific items in the collection. For me, it's just about having something cool to to have in the house where I'm like, yeah, I can play that. You know, it's like. Oh, for a while I was looking for Super Mario Sunshine. And I know a lot that's a divis- divisive game, but I liked it as a kid and I still like it now. To an extent, it there's there's frustrating elements to the game. I'll admit it. It's not a perfect game, but I still have a lot of nostalgia for it and I still have a lot of fun, and especially the first couple stages and some of the bonus stages are really fun, the one without the flood pack, they're great. Okay? Okay. I still like the game. I know I know. I know. A lot of people say it's a bad game. But I I like Super Mario Sunshine to an extent. But neither here nor there. I've been looking for it for a while. So I actually eventually found it on shopgoodwill.com for like 14 bucks. I was like, cool. So now I have it. You know, It's really cool. Pop it into my Wii with the component cables. Looks great on my TV. I can play it anytime I want to. And if I for me, again, Awesome. I'm just saying words now. I'm just like saying whatever, whatever pops in my head. (laughs) But no, for me, it's really cool. I just like to think that if I was eight year old me and I came to my house right now and I looked at my collection that I would just be so happy, you know? So for me, feeding that little eight year old person inside of my brain that would be just amazed even at half of my collection. I don't, really, I don't even have a big collection compared to a lot of people out there. I think I'm around 400 games. That's still a decent amount of games. Yeah. It's fun. And it's a really cool little side hobby for me to have. If I go to a thrift store and I see a game, good deal. I'll grab it. But for me, I'm not going to stress out about getting a limited run game. I know a lot of people really try to get them. I've tried a few times that that side does frustrate me. I have a couple, I only have like two, I think, Lomita Brand games. Yes, I have Thomas Was Alone, which I actually haven't played, and I have Shadow Complex, which I haven't played, which I probably should play those because they're supposedly great games. And I bought them physically because I heard they were great games, and I still haven't played them. So, yeah, I should probably get on that. <laughs> uh, so many games to play, so little time. So. That's about it. I rambled a little long on that one again, but I've been kind of enjoying this conversation. I'm just kind of relaxed today. Just got out of the shower right before I came here to do this podcast. I feel great. It's been it's is everything's turning around. I I feel like the fallout from the hurricane will be, you know, last in this area for at least a month or two or longer. So, um it's just nice to see some sun outside. It's, not, it's just nice to know that I have a small outlet where I can rent for a little while. And um, have some some cool stuff in the works coming up. And I'm pretty excited about it. Huh. I think that's the topic of the week. And I think that's the show for this week, too. I'm pretty sure I've been going 30 minutes. Something like that. <laughs> uh, thank you for watching this kind of this rambly... Just thoughtful episode. Just kind of wanted to talk about collections because I enjoy it a lot. Hmm. Yep. Uh, (laughs) I I have trouble wrapping these podcasts up. I I go and I go and I go and I go. And, of course, it's just me talking to a camera and a mic. So it's kind of hard to be like, okay, it's time to go home, right, Josh? Yeah, frantic. It's time to go home. Okay. (laughs) It's time to wrap it up. But as always, thank you for watching or listening to Frantic Thoughts this week. And uh, check me out on YouTube. It's bit.ly slash frantic sub. And eventually I will get the 100 subscribers or website together to get a real URL. And when I do, I'll let you know. And go over on Twitter tweet me twitter.com slash frantic society that's frantic s-o-c-i-e-t-y and check out twitter coming up in the next week or so and have some cool announcements coming and something something awesome's happening this weekend I don't want to talk about I don't want to ruin it I'm just really really stoked about it so um what else is there I will be posting my Nidhogg 2 review sometime in the next week-ish I'm still working on it, I'm writing the script, so, be on the lookout for that, and, um, just be on the lookout, in general, and I, I post stuff randomly, and, uh, go to cartridgeclub.org, go to the forums, join the forums, and we talk in there, and, yeah, thank you for watching, and, see you next week. Bye. <laughs>